Welcome, investigator. Evil is on the rise. Crime is escalating. Our mission is to eliminate the crime by exposing evil, examine why it manifests, and highlight the brave souls that confront it every day. Join us as we work together to bring justice to every victim. Welcome to All Things Crime. Here's your host, Jared Bradley. I went through about a year of all that hard, yucky stuff. And at the end of the year, my body was so damaged, I could hardly walk from one room to the other. I remember a couple of weeks after my last episode, I remember bending down to do a push-up, thinking, okay, can I do a push-up? I got halfway down, it collapsed on the floor, and it literally wiped me out for two days. And I'm otherwise really healthy. So it's been about six or seven months since that last episode, and I've slowly worked myself up to where I uh, just last week, I ran a mile for the first time. So it, it really can have a taxing effect on your body. But to your point, it is all so much a mental exercise of going back into that definitely is. And the hope aspect is huge. You know, I, I, I kind of equate this idea like um, if you take a classic story told through history of a knight that has to go rescue the princess who was stolen by the dragon, you know, that's been told so many times. Well, that knight, when that knight chooses to go on that journey and leaves the safety of the castle walls, it's no longer safe. There's danger, there's unknown, there's all kinds of fears that just come into the picture now. Behind the castle walls, there is safety. And if that knight goes and actually finds the princess, he has to contend with the dragon, his worst fear. And it's not fun, and it's painful, and it's not easy. And he has to kill the dragon. He can't just sneak around, sneak the princess out, and head back, and the dragon's still alive. That's not the point. And, well, to contend with the dragon, chances are the dragon's going to kill him. So it's really dangerous. If he succeeds and brings the princess back to the castle, well, that knight has gone on his heroic journey. Well, if he gives up halfway to the dragon and comes back, that's not very heroic now, is it? No, so I, if, I think especially to a man, that's yeah, that's as, that's as damaging as, um, you know, mm. getting killed by the dragon. It's, I, yeah. I think there's a, there's a huge part of, of manhood that yeah. we, we all have a dragon and multiple dragons sometimes where, but as men, it's, it's our job to face that and, and go out and yep, do even, it. Because, even women too, they, you know, they, they have, we all, so, so for those who have gone through trauma and, and have to go back into that and face it head on, it's, it's akin to that idea, male or female, right? And you got to go head into that pain. But the, the message I would say that you don't hear a lot out there is, is that if you, if you can figure out how to do that, like I did, the result is magical. You can literally offload that in its most magical way. And well, if that part wasn't part of this story, I wouldn't be here. And most people don't know that. I've, in grief, I've read for years going through all this, I would just ingrain myself with every book I could read, listen to every podcast that good people talking about the subject of trauma. And I rarely find anybody talking about the magical healing process of this. And it fits science too. You, you go study Einstein and other really incredibly smart people and they talk about the fact that the past, present, and future are kind of one and the same. I never understood that. But now... The fact that you can literally go in your past and literally change it, literally, and release, and the fact that that stuff's stored with you and you can literally release it. I never had one author that I read who said it so simply. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, especially the body is kind of the negative storage of all the other senses. You yeah. know, when you have emotional trauma and even spiritual trauma and, and, and even physical trauma, the, the body is normally kind of the fall guy for that. 
and, yeah, and the one the one score. that's going to take one for the team. Yeah. And so once you once you start seeing those things being exhibited physically, then going back and dealing with those. But well, just just for you, since you've processed that last traumatic event that you said you went through what six months ago. Yeah. How how rapidly has your body been able to recover? Well, in about six months, I went from hardly being able to walk across the room, literally, to I ran my first mile last week. Very slow. It's almost like, you know, physical therapy. You break your leg and slowly, slowly, slowly work with a therapist where you can finally walk on it again. It's been that. And, and that's that's nice. And that's a great part of the story, let's say. But But the more poignant part of it is of that story is how physically damaging trauma can have on your body. If you carry that trauma for years and, or you have that anxiety that keeps coming up, you deal with, et cetera, it is literally having a physical effect on your body. And I don't think that's news to anybody. You know, people maybe question, well, can stress have an ill effect on my body? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and extreme trauma can have extreme, those hormones you know what? When you, when you're panicking, you, you know you're walking along a path and a tiger jumps out. You panic. What happens is the, the your body takes the blood from all your organ area and pushes it out into your feet and your hands so that you can fight or flight and run. And sometimes you freeze. Well, you can recover from that the next day, and and your body will be fine. But when that happens to you over and over and over, or people who experience trauma or anxiety in their life over and over and over, it is having a, it is having a damaging effect on your body. It just is. And I'm here to say, I guess, that if you can go on your heroic journey and figure out that as painful as this is, I'm going to face it because the magical idea of healing is a possibility. Oh, that's but, awesome. Man, it's hard to get, you know, the, there's a the classic story of Arthur and the, knight, the Knights of the Round Table or whatever all that is. And their, their charge was to go out into the forest and find the most dangerous, densest, toughest part of the forest. And that's the path you go on. You don't go the easy meadow route. Uh, Fixing trauma, I believe, is like this. There are groups out there, unfortunately, that get together like AA meetings and they talk about their trauma. And many of these groups conclude that, well, it's with me. I'm never going to heal from it. Uh, like, what a sad group to go to. Yeah. Well, you know, to wrap things up here, I sure. And again, in in researching, first of all, Jimmy, I, I think you're absolutely fascinating, and and I really appreciate you coming on. It's been. Oh, thank it's been you an for an amazing discussion. And I highly encourage people to go out and look at your website, uh, Jimmy Toro. That's J I M M I T O R O dot com or dot org. Which one is the, it? The website is dot com. The, the charity rescue 11 is dot org. One of the things that I, I mean, you got t shirts, you got all sorts of stuff on there, but your art is fascinating to me. And you know, I, again, I'm not an I'm not an art guy. I'm more into the sciences, and you know, yeah. I have a military background, so you know, having that almost precludes me from understanding any kind of art. But um, <laughs> of, of all the art pieces that I looked at, and and I even saw some of your videos where you're 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 actually creating your art. You know, the the bowl and the thing that you were, but your your the cover to your book. Yeah. How did that come about and what's the significance of it? You know, talk talk me through that really quick. Well, it's it's it is it is symbolic. There's a female figure in holding with within the female figure like holding a child if you will, but the child is an adult and it's 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 symbolic of that many times with this trauma we have to deal with it as an adult. 
And as an adult, the one thing we want is what that little person wanted, is, is the love of a mother. I mean, a father will do when there's no mother. but And so she's cradling this adult figure who's in a fetal position. And there's a crow there, and it, a crow often symbolizes uh, death, but it also symbolizes transformation. And there's a sword there. And often in many of these episodes with me, that little guy, wanted he wanted his own little sword to fight back. Just what he wanted. And so, and the whole piece of art is very serene and quiet, but it's all symbolic of that safety that little boy wanted. You know, mothers are best at getting that, let's say. You know, when I have three kids, and whenever the, if me and my wife were home and they skinned their knee and, and they needed some comfort, they'd run them on. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have uh, four kids still at home, and, you know, my, my oldest daughter, or my second daughter just graduated high school. So she's kind of, yeah. Off, but I, the three boys that I have, um, just a, reaching their teenage years, but you know, just sitting in church yesterday, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, they could care less if I was even there. You know, yeah. I, I, I think in <laughs> in the periphery, yeah. They, I mean, literally, my three boys, and they're all almost, you know, I have twins and that are, you know, thirteen, and then the the, the youngest is almost twelve, and so you know, yeah. it's almost triplets. But the three of them. From the day that we, we adopted those three, oh. but from the day that we adopted them, and I think this, will, I, I don't know if this will ever change, but they, they will literally fight fist fight in to, to figure, you know, to, to win the place of sitting next to mom. Yeah. And I, and it's I think that the little ones, it's so important. Yeah. And, and part of that is because when we got them through the foster care system, I, I don't know how much physical abuse they had, but you know, some of them, you know, at least two of them really had some, some serious neglect. And, uh, yeah, keep my, that in mind. They, those little, those little boys could be carrying some stuff with them. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. No, and how it's, this works and the, the wiser you will be. No. And I, I, I have to say my wife in the process of not just adopting those boys, but also in, in learning how to deal with, with their trauma uh, has become just an absolute angel in it. And, but yeah, I, that, you know, that is just something that, uh, men and husbands and fathers just can't duplicate. And, you know, we're wired that way. We, we're not supposed to, we're supposed to go out and, you know, be the hunter gatherers and, yeah. and, you know, and kind of be the, the protector, you know, standing at the entrance of the cave and, the mom and, and the wife and, you know, the mother is, is in there nurturing the children and, and she has an ability to do that, that I will never possess. And, you know, I'm fine with that. I will provide for her and, and give her a, a castle to, to dwell in and, and take care of uh, the little ones, you know, indefinitely. And that's my job. And I've accepted that. <laughs> it's, it's always kind of fun just yeah, watching. In every episode I went through, I had female hand who I was holding everyone who made all the difference. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, moms are um, a, a pure gift from God. And, yeah. you know, you just can't, um, you can't overemphasize that enough. It's uh, the, the role that moms play in society, I think, is, is just so absolutely amazing that um, I, I think anybody that's not taking advantage of that is, is really missing out on something. So, yeah. Any last thoughts, Jimmy? Well, I, I really appreciate you giving this whole uh, subject a platform, helping uh, average good folks be aware that this danger is right in their community. 
that means a lot to me because it is. Most people don't know it. And if everybody can be just a little more aware, especially for their kids and these little ones, whether it be grandparents or parents or even uh, teenagers, I will feel like all this effort is a little more worth it if, I, if we can raise a little more awareness that these these creeps are right in there and they're, they wake up every day trying to harm your child. It's a real war. It's no different than you're, when you're in a community in the medieval times and, and, and warriors are coming to your town to, to, to rape and pillage and kill your village. You know, they're just doing it in a different way to your little kids. Yeah. Appreciate well, it. Yeah, there's a, there's a sickness out there that it's, it's, our, it's our job, especially to, um, uh, mm-hmm. for the younger ones to protect them. So Exactly. Well, Jimmy, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And again, go to jimmytorrell.com and uh, get his book. It's called Heal. And um, just based on our conversation, I know I'm going to be getting a copy and um, try to make my way through it. So, Jimmy, Great. it's an uh, absolute pleasure. And I, I, I wish you well. And I hope, you. Um, you know, if you have any other developments or write another book or something, um, please uh, feel free to reach out to me and, and let's get you on the show again. Thank you. Okay, Jimmy, take care. All right, you too. Thanks for joining us. Your attention today brings us one step closer to exposing and eliminating the evil that brings crime to our communities. Hit subscribe and share this episode. Together, we will bring justice to every victim.